Hey, what's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life, coming at you guys once again with my daily podcast. That's right. So today, man, today was a mega, mega event at my house. You know, family, friends, lots of food, beverages, some alcohol, some juice boxes, because we had both types of crowds here. But uh, it was a hot day, man. It was a hot day, and uh, Mother Nature cooperated with us. She uh, tried to rain on the early parade, but uh, she came around. She came around and gave us the kind of day that we needed to have to truly enjoy family and celebrate a couple of things, you know? Celebrating um, Steve and Mariella's uh, wedding to come, so it was sort of like a, uh, just a tribute to the couple, and we were celebrating uh, Daniela's uh, graduation and my twins' graduation, we were celebrating that, and we also celebrated my mother-in-law's birthday, that's right, so uh, it was a lot going on, um, I did a lot of work, you guys heard me all the way, doing all of this work, getting tons of stuff done constantly and frequently getting it in. But um, that is all done now. Well, not really done. Uh, the after crowd is still here, you know. Uh, my, my daughter's friends and uh, people who are going to be around for the drinks. That's right. Uh, for the drinks and the music and the desserts and so on and so forth. So they'll still be hanging out for a little bit. I don't know. They'll probably even spend the night knowing this crowd. But uh, hey. I needed to break away so I can give you guys some value. So I can talk to you guys about um, one of the things. As I, and as I walk through the crowd, I'm always talking to people, asking questions, and trying to find out um, what uh, makes people tick, right? But not just what makes people tick. I like to find out, right, um, what are some of the things that people believe either help them or stop them from being successful. So uh, uh, one of my uh, guests, uh, one guest said procrastination, you know, and I definitely respect that. Procrastination definitely does stop you from getting things done. So procrastination is one, and it is definitely the key. But another is, guys, and this one is the one that I decided to talk about today, and that one is second guessing. That's right. So today's podcast is going to be about second guessing. How many of you guys run around and you should have achieved the life that you wanted, right? You were on the cusp of creating a life of significance, a life of importance, a life that matters, right? And when, just when you were about to pull that trigger on that hardcore decision, needed to make to make that change you second guess yourself that's right you did it you second guess yourself even after all the hard work all the studying you put in all the reps and sets when it came to you pulling the trigger you didn't do it you didn't do it guys you didn't pull the trigger you didn't make that decision because you second guessed yourself you second guess yourself. So many people 
go through life and don't achieve the life that they want because of second guessing. Second guessing is probably um, the main reason why most people aren't successful. And so during this conversation, as we, we I, I call it a fireside chat, but we were just chatting away. It wasn't even a fire going because it was too damn hot. But uh, as we had this discussion, what we talked about was how you wanted to get that house, you know, that second home and for a vacation home and then rent it out during the year. But you second guess yourself and you didn't pull a trigger on that mortgage because you let somebody tell you, oh, you mean to tell me you're going to be able to handle two mortgage payments? So you didn't pull a trigger on it. You know, you uh, had a, uh, you were going to take this job and, and it probably caused you to have to move or go out of town, you know, or, or a nice long commute. And that job was, is one of, great experience for you and you didn't pull the trigger on it right you didn't pull the trigger on accepting that job because you second guess yourself you know um when we second guess ourselves most of the time we second guess ourselves because what we do is we allow other people to influence our opinions we allow people to influence our opinions and i believe most of the time it's because maybe you just didn't do enough reps and sets to get it done you didn't do it for yourself. You didn't put in the work required. So now you're at a point of disbelief. Believe that you can achieve what you want. And when you start not believing you can achieve what you want, man, it causes so much grief in your life, so much trouble in your life. It causes you, right, to begin to start to, uh, don't mind me, that's my... <laughs> That's my movie room, guys. My movie room uh, kicked on because uh, it was on a delay. I'm just down in my wine room and a bar area, just walking around, just talking to you guys um, about some of the things we were talking about outside. So uh, uh, people uh, talk about you know all of the work that has to be done and how much. I, I work, and one of the things for me is, guys, I don't think about that. You know, one of the things I think about is, if there's work to be done, let's get it done. If it's something needed that I need to do, then let me do it. And uh, that is how you go about life. If it's something that needs to be done, then just do it. It doesn't matter you know, uh, who gets the credit or who's going to be responsible for this or responsible to that. When it comes to the home, your home, family, or things to that nature, it's things that just have to be done. And you can't be uh, trying to divvy up percentages of what people do and how much they do and the value of what they do with it. Right. So when I think about that, guys, what I think about is that um, my wife, she is probably the hardest working person I know on the planet, on the planet, next to God knows who. I don't know who else. I know I'm a hard worker. I'm extremely hard worker. 
And I watch my wife daily work herself to the bone, to the bone for whatever cause she believes in. You know, most of the time that cause is for family. It's for family. It's for taking care of family. It's, for, it's mostly for taking care of my girls, you know. It's a mother's sacrifice that she does. And when she does that, no matter how hard the effort is, no matter how exhausted she is, she doesn't, she doesn't relay that to anybody else. She may tell me, you know, because she knows I am constantly concerned about her health and welfare. But, but guys, what? she doesn't do is second guess that choice right she doesn't second guess that choice which doesn't when you don't second guess your choices you move forward without hesitation guys so moving forward without hesitation allows you to begin to gain momentum and have the life that you want now in preparation for all of this stuff that I needed to do for the party. And I knew um, it was insurmountable, as I like to say. 10X, right, of things that I wanted, that I needed done. I mean, there's still things here and there, small minor things that only I know, but to the naked eye, most people did not notice and did not see because um, they were caught up in the illusion of entertainment in a dim, mooding, lights, music, so on and so forth, and constant moving parts. So as I went about doing this, um, one of the things that I realized was that I didn't second guess what I needed to do. I didn't second guess how I needed to get it done. I didn't second guess the amount of money that needed to be spent in order to create this project, right? This is a big project to take on. And having a project this big to take on, it means, guys, what it means is that you can't flow, basically, continue to move forward if you're constantly second-guessing what you have to do and why you need to do it, right? My purpose was solid. My purpose was solid. My reason was solid on on what I was doing, right? Um, My wife wanted all of these unfinished products, okay, projects that I had wrapped up and completed so that people could come and get fulfillment and enjoyment out of spending time in my home. That's it. She just wanted to have the home nice enough for the family to come and enjoy it. You know, I say that as uh, Shelby's here, chilling out with me in the wine room. She came on downstairs. Right, Shelby? Go ahead, lay down right here. I'm going to take the seat so you can take the seat. So, um... She didn't, she didn't allow that to slow her down. She knew what she wanted done, and she relayed that information to me. And me as her husband, okay, I want to do things always to make my wife happy. And I felt that this particular thing that she wanted me to do was very, very important for the full comfort of our home, for the full enjoyment of our house, to allow us 
to really relax and enjoy and just have a good time enjoying my household. So, uh, I do this. Uh, listen, I, I just want to let you guys know, as you hear people in the background screaming and yelling, it's not that of terror, but that of joy, because I have people here. I have family here, and, and my family is full of life, extremely vibrant, and to be honest, if I told them to be quiet, they would either be insulted or wouldn't listen to me anyway, because uh, that's what family does, man. Family don't listen to you. I can never be successful uh, as an author or or a podcast um, if my children were my only audience. <laughs> you know, um, as as they always say, you can never be a prophet in your own home. All right, raising children, they just see me as dad, right? They just see me as dad. They don't see me as the 28-year law enforcement veteran and author of the top 25 mistakes in route to the good life. They don't see me as dad, right? They just see me as dad. You know, dad who listens to mom, who tells him what to do, and he gets it done. That's it. Dad who um, walks around working at the house all day, and then when mom gets home, he finally smiles and he's happy. That's, that's who I am, you know? Um, I mean, and I'm more than that, obviously, guys, but uh, the point I'm making is that your children see you no matter how great you are, no matter what you do, your children see you as who you are. You are who you are to your children. Nothing more, nothing less. That is the framework that they set for you. So, but the great part about that is if you are a person who doesn't second guess your decisions, what your children will begin to do, right, is start to pattern themselves and their decision-making process around you and how they watch you do it if you become successful at what you're doing. I always say that it's very, very important. It is not a matter of what you say to your children. It is a matter of what they see you doing to either create success or to create failure. Either way, they are watching you. Your children are always watching you. You know, even as young adults, they're watching. Even as 21, 20, and 19-year-olds, they are watching you frequently, guys. They want to know um, what makes you tick because they're your children, you know, um, and because they love you and care for you. And uh, it's important to them. It's important to them because you were the first guiding light into the world of of possibility. You know, if you started off in your world of possibility and you were always uh, treating situations as if they were impossible or you were making decisions and you were backing off those decisions with second guesses, then guess what, guys? Your children are going to begin to shape and mold and adapt their believability based on what they see you do. So, and not only is second guessing affecting you and moving forward in life and having the life that you want, it is also affecting your children because they also see you as a person who um, maybe is on shaky ground when it comes to making decisions. 
Now, how does this affect your children? It affects your children when you tell them one of those unanswerable things and you say, because I told you so. You know, yeah, I told you so. No longer hold the same weight as, you know, um, and I told you so from a person who is, uh, they basically don't second guess themselves. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, guys. You know, your children see this. Everybody around you sees this. It affects you at work, right? If you're if you're an employee or if you're a supervisor, even worse, you know, that you uh, whoo, second guess yourself at work, man. Um, and when you begin to do that, it causes friction amongst your employees, right? People may work for you, but if you're a person that second guesses yourself at work, you know, you get people that goes, ah, this manager or supervisor or boss, most likely it's not a boss, but this manager or supervisor doesn't really uh, know what he wants, man. He's all over the place with his decisions. And they use that to do less, guys. So, so I'm not telling you to do this to be cocky about your decision making because I've also seen people who don't second guess themselves who are also 100% wrong, right? So you don't want to be that person either. You want to be the person that doesn't second guess themselves because you did your research, because you did your reps and sets, because you prepared yourself for what needed to be done when it needed to be done. And so the time came to make your decision, you pulled the trigger. That's who you need to be, guys. Not the person who says, because I told you so. Not the parent that says, because I told you so. But the parent that can show their children through life examples of why they shouldn't stay out late, why they shouldn't drive drunk, why they shouldn't um, drive without their seatbelts, why they need to not to be around a certain circle of friends, right? Why they need to choose their career elective by their freshman year and know exactly what they want for the full four years if they're going to go to college, you know? Those are the things that when you tell your children that and you haven't been a person that frequently second guesses his decisions or her decisions, your children will listen to you and they will begin to believe that, hey, well, uh, my parent has a good life and they're not one to second guess what they've said and they haven't um, backed off of what they've been telling me all this time. So this is the route that I would like to take to have a better life. Yes, indeed. So, um, a quick uh, break from that, guys, as I'm talking about it. I'm right here. I'm sitting in my wine room, and in the back behind me, I have a, a table that I, I set up. It's just uh, with some whiskey. With some nice whiskey there. I got some couple of bottles of Jameson that uh, my company was sipping on. They really like that. And, uh, and I got some top shelf stuff that I'm gonna be locking away as I uh, move further in my little wine room, bar room. I got a lot more things to do, a lot more touches, but uh, I'm excited about it. I feel good about um, how far I've come in, in such a small amount of time. And you will be surprised what you can do when you are faced with a solid timeline. So, and, and seeing this, what I've been able to achieve physically 
with this timeline, I believe that I could achieve 10 times this mentally, 10 times this mentally um, for my business, uh, for creating customers, um, email list, and uh, and making sales. I just have to uh, just lunk along if I have to, put in a reps and set to get it done. So, uh, but I'm not gonna second guess myself on that. That's for sure, guys. And and when you don't second guess yourself and you move forward, you make really, really good progress. So, um, I'm about to have me an espresso, and I'm about to chill out and spend the rest of the evening with my company and enjoy this. So, in closing out, I just like to thank um, Liz for giving me this topic today which is don't second guess yourself and uh it's one of my top 25 mistakes guys second guessing yourself so uh you guys uh make sure you uh check out my book top 25 mistakes and route to the good life on amazon um and right now I'm, I'm gonna be about to run a special and next week i'm gonna be running a special um i'm giving away my book for free Plus shipping, guys. Plus shipping. You got to pay for the shipping. But free plus shipping. And uh, anywhere in the country. And and I'm going to throw some bonuses in with it. Going to throw in an autographed hard copy. Throw in a digital rewrite copy of my second edition of my first book. Because I'm rewriting that as well. And uh, some bonuses. This is going to be really awesome, guys. So uh, check me out. Be on the lookout for that soon. Um, if you want to be on my email list, shoot me an email at top25mistakes at lieutenantsoundblue.com. Shoot me an email. Um, give me a like at top25mistakes on Facebook and Lieutenant Sound Blue on Instagram, guys. Okay. And you can also check me out on Twitter at lieutenantsoundblue.com. All right. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great night. Deuces. What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life, coming at you again today with my daily podcast. I told you guys it is 365 on the podcast and I have just hit day 40. That's right, day 40 on my podcast. That means I have 325 more podcasts daily to give you before I hit my stride, before I hit my momentum, before I really feel good about the message I'm kicking out to you guys. So, you know, for me, this is touchy-feely trial and error. This is all new stuff to me. And, and I just want to get out as much information to you guys as possible. So as I learn, I do a podcast. You know, I had the strong philosophy of you learn, you do, and you teach. And if you continue to do that in your life, man, you, you will continue to progress and move forward move forward you know speaking of moving forward guys and speaking of progress um i was uh listening to uh my daily podcast that i listened to with uh, russell brunson 
And he was interviewing my man, the one and only Tony Robbins. And it was a spectacular interview and the questions were on point, you know. And so as I'm uh, listening to it, one of the things that uh, he hit me with, he hit me with so much uh, in this interview. But um, one of the things that Tony Robbins spoke about was having reached achievement without fulfillment. And that is what I want to base my podcast on today. Having reached achievement without having fulfillment. How many of you guys have gone through life and achieved some of the things that you have wanted, right? Achieved some of the goals that you wanted to achieve, right? But in the end, it was something missing. Right? In the end, it was something missing. It just wasn't there for you. It just didn't hit the way you felt it should have hit in your heart of hearts and your emotion of emotions. Right? Something was missing. You were missing out on something. Right? That something, guys, was fulfillment. Right? You achieved a goal of success, but you didn't smile along the way. You didn't feel good along the way. You were so focused on the goal and the achievement that you didn't think about it, how you would be in the end of that goal when you achieve your success. And and that's where fulfillment comes in, guys. You know, it's tons of people out there who are always succeeding in life and they're always talking about what they've succeeded at and what they've achieved in life. But I look at a lot of them and a lot of them aren't happy, you know, so, a lot of them, gee, I, I know a, a many of them, I mean, a lot of them are posers, right? They pose like they're being happy from achieving their goals, but what has happened is they've destroyed their entire lives trying to achieve one thing, and is totally focused on that, and they let everything else fall to the wayside, you know? They let maybe their health fall to the wayside. Um, they let maybe their marriage, their relationships fall to the wayside. You know, maybe their relationship with their children fall to the wayside. It's so many things. Maybe they let their spirituality fall to the wayside. Either way, they were totally focused on achieving that one thing and let everything else fall to the wayside. And now they live a life of being unfulfilled. So, um, how, yeah, I mean, what kind of life is that, right? that you're living unfulfilled, that you achieved something that you thought was significant for you, but in the end, it wasn't worth, um, it wasn't worth what you wanted. So, so did you go in life? See, mamita. Let me bring my dish. Un minuto. So, that is, that is me. That's my, that's my life, guys. You know how it is. Um, I have family, I have a house, I have children, my mother-in-law, so we're going to talk, we're going to communicate, and uh, hey, that's what's going to happen. In between my podcasts, I'm going to communicate with my family sometimes if I have to, but that is all part of my goal, that is all part of my my uh, fulfillment. Fulfillment is family, guys. Fulfillment is family for me. That's what lights me up. Well, ha, ha, but I'm on podcast, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so fulfillment is family for me. And uh, family is life. And 
it takes me where I need to be and how I need to feel when it comes to achieving the life that we want. So what is it for you guys? What, what, hap- what happened along the way of you achieving success that took you off what really mattered to you? And I guess that's what I truly want to talk about, guys, because I don't want you to reach a point of you getting to that milestone and feeling regret or remorse for not living a fulfilled life, for not living the life that you truly need to live. And so uh, that is what this podcast today is about. Um, I know I found out for me, right? Um, Other than just family, um, fulfillment is growing, growth, right? I always need to feel like I'm growing, like I'm accomplishing something, like I'm like I'm going to, like I'm doing something, like I'm moving forward. So um, every day I try to make it a point of doing something that helps me to grow. Whether it's reading a book, listening to a podcast, um, learning a language, uh, or learning how to communicate better with people. Either way, um, every day I want to be doing something toward growth. You know, right now I'm in the process of, of writing another book and and uh, trying to create the biz type of business that I want, you know, uh, and, and I'm far from creating the type of business that I want. So every day I'm working with people on, you know, Funnel Rolodex and Fiverr and, and all of these organizations where I could just hire uh, uh, people to do work for me to help me to build my business. So that basically right now, because I don't have the skills, I'm hiring people to help me to do some of the things that I don't know how to do. But as they do them, I'm actually paying attention and learning and growing so that this is not a continuous process and that I get better at hiring people and better at delegating what I need to get done in my business. And that's all a part of me growing and trying to do something else. This is an entirely new phase in my life, guys, because as you know, after 28 years of law enforcement, my entire career was based on taking orders. My entire career was mapped out for me for 28 straight years. And to be all honest with you guys, other than being involved in certain situations throughout my career, it was not something that I needed to uh, create something new. I didn't need no new ideas. I didn't need no new thoughts. I didn't need to create something that nobody else has done before. Right? Law enforcement has been the same way for 100 years. And and so it, it, it needs some fixing. Right? But I don't know. Sometimes I say maybe I wasn't in a position to uh, create that change. Or maybe the time wasn't there for the change to be created. Either way, guys, I was in a position where I wasn't growing as far as I needed to grow uh, by the time I reached my 20th year. And so um, I walked away, man. I was going to do 30 or more, but I walked away because I just felt that I was no longer happy and that I needed to begin to create a new life for myself. So, so that's how that goes. So Um, Like I said before, guys, what I found that made me happy was progress in life. 
So in life, you got to find out what lights you up. What lights you up, guys? What gets you excited, right? And, and I'm not just talking about, you know, uh, moments. I'm not just talking about moments. I'm talking about something that surges you through life, that moves you through your life, through your stages of progression, that, that gets you really excited. You need to take time to write down what lights you up. I tell people all the time, you need to know what gets you excited. If you don't know what gets you excited, man, you're going to live a life unfulfilled. That's for damn sure, right? You are not going to be happy with the life that you have because you don't know what gives you true pleasure. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, sensuous pleasure. I'm talking about, I mean, that could be, be it, but, but <laughs> if that lights you up. But um, what I'm talking about is just things that you do in your life that really get you going. For me, a couple of things get me going. Doing for my family, it really, really lights me up. It really, really gets me excited. Uh, gets me moving forward for my wife and for my children. I, it, I, I can just uh, do almost anything when it comes to to uh, to them. You know, the next thing that gets me and lights me up is uh, helping people, being kind to people, being good to people, and watching them smile afterwards. You know, um, I say I probably got that from my dad who is who's always trying to say a joke or always trying to be funny um just because he was a that's how he was he was the jokester you know he always tried to make people laugh and always tried to be charming but um for me it's not about the being charming it's about um bringing the most out of people and and helping people to smile and helping people to find joy and whatever they're doing, whatever situation that we're dealing with at the time. So um, that lights me up, guys. That lights me up. And uh, and obviously, uh, one of the things that lights me up is, is my growth. Is my growth is my progress. Um, if I'm not growing, if I'm not doing something super, super progressive, then I start to feel, you know, dead inside. I start to feel emotionally not there. Um, we were leading up to this past event that we had, all of the work and all of the hours that I put in and all of the building uh, in my home and the beautification of my home and all the things that I did to get my home in a place where people could come and en- truly enjoy themselves, okay? All that building up there made me feel alive. It made me feel incredible. And I was exhausted every single day. I was exhausted working, getting up at 4.30 in the morning and going to bed sometimes well after midnight during the last few days, you know, one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, just working, working, working and still getting up and going to work at my uh, nine to five. So, um, that was something that made me feel alive and it made me feel good guys. And when it was over, as I explained to my wife, I, I felt a sense of uh, emotional depression. I felt down about it. I felt like, and it wasn't down that the event was over. I was glad the event was over, 
It was the fact that um, I wasn't, I didn't have anything else slated next to try to achieve. You know, um, I had lost my momentum. I had lost that drive. I had lost that, that, that feeling that when you're on a roll, right, and you just want to keep going, I lost that feeling as soon as the event was over. I figured, hey, that's it. It's over. Take it down. You know, and um, that is not something that you want to do in life. You want you want to keep it going. You want to always have something going, something exciting, something incredible that uh, you can work towards in life. So um, right now, I'm back into my business, guys. I'm back into my business, building my funnel, building my offers. I'm creating a meditation course. I'm creating a, 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 a questions book, one of the ones that my mentor, uh, I'm just putting together a compilation of all of the questions that my mentor asked me that helped me to create the life of my dream, the life that I want. So I'm putting together that, you know, and, uh, and I'm probably going to redo my happiness course uh, so that the audio is a lot clearer. So now I'm trying to gear toward a lot of mental work now. So before it was tons of physical work, and I love physical work because I'm a physical person. But uh, this mental stuff, man, this mental stuff is, uh, there's a nuances of this mental stuff that you really, really have to work through. And, and a lot of different variables that come about when it comes to creating a business and creating value for people. Uh, that people can purchase and buy and be a part of. So um, this is a whole world of a, a big ginormous value ladder that I'm creating and I'm doing it all on my own. I'm doing it by myself and and listen, and th- there's no support because nobody really cares right now where I'm at as far as uh, my business is concerned. Uh, my family, I mean, my family's oblivious. I mean, they know I wrote a book, but, you know, nobody read it. Um, they're proud of me that I did it. Congratulations. They're happy that I achieved a goal that I wanted to achieve, but they're focused on their goals and things that they want to achieve. So, you know, that is how that goes as far as uh, my family's concerned. Um, and, and plus, a lot of times they feel like, if I'm totally focused on my business, then I'm taking away from, from them. And, and so sometimes I have to be careful with that as well. But uh, I just want you guys to know there's no such thing as balance, right? There's no such thing as balance in order to achieve greatness, that is. In order to achieve, you know, uh, the life that you want at the level that is truly, that you truly appreciate. So, um... When it comes to uh, balance, I kind of throw that out the window, you know. There's uh, days when I was dedicating my all my energy and efforts to the party that my fitness regiment suffered, my business suffered, okay, and, and, and many other things suffered when I was dedicating my time to that. So now that I'm dedicating my time to my business, you know, um, my business is actually runs congruent with my little health routine. So, so my, 
my morning routine helps me, my energy levels be up to go right into my business and Kaizen first thing in the morning. So um, those two things happen to work together. But uh, other things will suffer, you know. Uh, some of my chores around the house, maybe. Some, some of the time that I need to spend with my wife and my family may suffer. But these are only momentary things. Because the greater purpose for me is to have uh, security and prosperity so that I can enjoy the pleasures of my benefit with my family. So, you know, you guys have to balance out the pros and the cons of whatever it is you want to achieve in life. But um, when I was listening to that podcast, one of the things that I heard um, Tony Robbins talked about was a um, was an Indian an Indian uh, I don't know what it's phrase it's not a phrase but it's called aims of life is what they talk about and I guess it's a, a philosophy that uh, that he talked about and and I, I think this is a good philosophy to to live by right and uh, with the Hindu uh, religion and the aims of life the first one they talk about Arthur, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. If I'm not, God forgive me. And that's uh, the first level of life, and that is security and prosperity. We should all be working towards security and prosperity. And like I said, as Tony Robbins said, you can work on all of these together, but a lot of times if you don't have security and prosperity, like if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, then it's hard for you to work on all the other ones. So the first thing in life is Arthur, and that's security and prosperity. The second aim of life is Kama, K-A-M-A, and that is pleasure, right? And not just on a sensual level, even though it can be, as I said before, um, it is just uh, fulfillment and enjoyment in what you have created, your security, your prosperity, your You've achieved a level of prosperity that you can now enjoy some of the pleasures of life, some of the things, smell of roses, as they like to say. You know, so that's common. Uh, the next one is Dharma. And that is when you get into, after you have security, prosperity, and you're enjoying that pleasure, you begin to grow into what is my higher purpose? Right? What is your purpose in life? And you know, I know for me, my purpose in life, believe it or not, is uh, to serve people, you know, to help them through the different phases of their life. And I've had tons of uh, mission statements and goals and stuff written down. But the simple part is I just want to help people have a better life. I love seeing people be happy. And I love seeing people be happy and make less mistakes. So that is like my higher purpose in life, to help people achieve what I've already achieved, security, prosperity, and pleasure. So, you know, that is one of the things that I think about. And then the last one and last aims of life is mushka, mushka, moksha, whatever. I'm pronouncing it horribly. But it is last not least, your unity with God. So, um... Those four aims of life are the different phases, I guess, that people can go through in life, you know. Um, and they're all important. They're all important 
to have a better, more fulfilled life. And when I heard him talk about those four aims of life in the Hindu religion, I uh, I totally and completely um, brought into that philosophy. I brought into that philosophy. And, and when you buy into a philosophy that um, works for you, you know, uh, I guess you can uh, reap the benefits of that philosophy if you put it toward uh, your life, action toward your life. So, um, another thing that he talked about was uh, knowledge, right? A lot of people have knowledge, and he said that knowledge is not power, but um, applied knowledge is power. So, um, instead of spending time reading more books, spend more time in action, right? Creating and being. Um, action is the key uh, for me, I know, to, to pleasure and, and happiness in my life. I have to always be doing something and not busy doing something, but uh, working constantly on living an extraordinary life and a life of significance by uh, giving value. Um, me giving value means I have to learn a whole lot more, a whole lot faster. Because at this stage of my life, um, my time is limited. This is the second half of my life. So my learning curve has to be a whole lot faster now to create the life that I want to show other people how to create the life that they can have. And in order to do that, I have to learn faster. I have to learn more. I have to dedicate a whole lot more time toward learning and acting than I do just reading and knowing and having knowledge, right? I don't want to just waste waste away having a brain full of knowledge and not be a person of action. It is so much better to be a person of action, guys. So uh, um, that is it. But, but anyway, guys, that is my podcast for tonight. I still have some things to do. I am chilling out in my wine room as I do this podcast because it's nice and relaxing and uh, Shelby's was here uh, laying by my feet and uh, uh, we're just enjoying just the uh, quiet buzz of the fireplace here so um, you guys have a great night and uh, by the way guys uh, make sure you uh, click and subscribe check me out on Spotify and Google Podcasts and uh, also, uh, check me out on Facebook, Top 25 Mistakes and Route to the Good Life on my Top 25 page. So I'm coming out with my new audio book and I'm coming out with the second version, second edition of Top 25 Mistakes. So much more better than the first version, guys. As I like to say all the time, the first version was for the trash. I love the book, and but I compacted too much information in one area and I had to spread it out a little bit so it make it a little more readable and more relatable to a lot of people so there's uh, more stories in there there's um, graphics in there it's more spaced out and and I even added so much more and it's just a, such a much easier read so uh, stay tuned for that as well guys so um, you guys have a great night and I will talk to you guys tomorrow and remember once again if you have any suggestions reach out to me at Top 25 Mistakes at LieutenantSalBlue.com. 
and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Deuces.